Here we go. Live from our mom's basement studio, it's the Full Scoop Podcast. Rude, crude, and lewd. It's the show where we bring you yesterday's news tomorrow. Strap in as we dive into headlines, skits, conspiracies, and more. And now, here's your host, Alan Brown. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Alan Brown. I'm here with Johnny Kelso and Winston Smith. Gentlemen, welcome. I, I have something I want to get off my chest. Yeah. And it's gonna and it's get gonna it. sound a, it's gonna sound a little mean. And, and your and hair. I, yeah. I was thinking about the <laughs> name Todd, and I was just thinking about what a terrible name that <laughs> is for anybody. Because really, Todd is really only good. For like five to nine-year-olds, you know, anything after that, it's just—it's a terrible name for for especially. And I've known a lot of Todds; they've all been wonderful people. But the name—it's the name. Have you ever met an adult Todd? And it sounds wrong, especially in, depending have. on on the prof- on the profession. Are you there? Know? It's like I think they all change their names. I, I would hope so, right? And, and, you know, you don't you don't want to meet a thirty year old Todd. It just sounds <laughs> especially he's like uh, this is Doctor Todd Smith. No, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Go get uh. me somebody else. But at the same time, it's also bad the other way. Like it's no good for a mm. baby. You know, like hi, this is our newborn Todd. Ugh. Uh, that's, that's a terrible old. name for a baby. That's an old, <laughs> older name. That's an, it's only good for for like five to, to it, ten. It's year only old. good for like two to four year olds because they're <laughs> yeah, exactly. toddlers. Hi, I'm and, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> and the sad thing is, it's not. There's no like nickname. You know, it's you you can't Toddy. go Toddy younger. Like, oh hi, Toddy. <laughs> that just sounds weird. Yeah. And at the same time, it's not short for anything, so that you Don't can grow like it. into it when you're an adult. Oh, they used to call me Todd, but now I'm Todderick. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's not short for anything. It's so it's just it's just a terrible name. And I apologize to all the Todds out there. As I said, they've been wonderful people, but we sympathize. You gotta get a better you. name. Yeah, we sympathize. <laughs> we here at Todd the Full Scoop sympathize. You're gonna oh, get man. us canceled by all the Todds. <laughs> I would love a protest of Todd's outside <laughs> my <Tons>. house. <laughs> uh, have you heard of that? There's there's a conference where people of the same name like join up in in the UK. <laughs> no, no, the Todd Union. Is it now? Is there one specific name, or are there groups of? Th- that's, People with their no, names it, that are the it's, same. That's what I was Man. thinking. Like, does everybody have their own group? Go to war. <laughs> do all the Winstons meet up? Do all the Johnnies meet up? And do all the Allens meet up separately? Or yeah, was it if like you have a middle name? Do you get two the, groups? It's the, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's uh maybe it's this. I'm I'm seeing a Josh Josh fight. So it might be the the Josh fight. Hmm. That I'm it was a battle of. of Josh's, I see. Josh Noodles. If you're Joshua, are you kicked out or do you have to legally be Josh? Oh. Uh, no, well, that guy's ooh. name is Joshua, so he started Oh, touche. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, they welcome all the Joshes. Yeah, yeah. 
Shit, can you read this fast enough? Swain encouraged participants of the chat to meet at set of coordinates. One year over Hanson fight for the right to use the name Josh. The event, initially intended as a joke, drew a crowd of nearly a thousand on the day of the event. The gathering was lighthearted and there was no actual violence involved. The Wall Street Journal wrote that the event became a global news phenomenon, while a technology writer for The Guardian called it perhaps the ultimate response to an online doppelganger. Hmm. The Battle of the Joshes. What the fuck? So well, everyone else had to change their names? Yeah, if you lose, you're, you can't be a Josh anymore. It's, uh, he was like, oh, fuck, there's more Joshes than I expected. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So that's... That's um, kind of cool. Yeah, that's that's something. I'm I'm quite sure I heard something else. This was in Texas. So Turned I'm pretty sure there was, you know? there was something further back uh, that happened in the UK and that has been happening for like 10 years. If I, I find a video, War? I'll link on it on this. What? <laughs> you got to go back a few <laughs> millennia for that. You're King Charles. I'm King Charles. <laughs> and there you go. So, gentlemen, today we are talking about April Fool's. Yeah. It just passed this oh, past weekend. April Fool's. <laughs> I, I kid you. <laughs> uh, but what happened was it marked our one-year anniversary of, of doing this podcast. No fooling. And uh, if That's I remember why I got correctly, drunk. <laughs> that you were, Johnny, you were drunk. You did not join us that day, I don't think. So, I overslept. Um, <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, I wanted to do some reflection today and, and kind of look at our year that we've had. We've obviously had some moments where we talked about the benefits that we've experienced from joining up uh, on a somewhat regular weekly basis. And so we've already talked about that, but I want to, to kind of get an idea about what were some of your favorite moments or some of your favorite episodes from this past year. And I will help you out a little bit. I have our episode list um, here for us. But uh, Johnny, do you want to do you want to mention anything? I mean, I, I'd have to say the the discovery of the Mokel Mbembe was probably <laughs> my favorite part of yes. this. And then we we ran with it and turned him into a character, which we're still working on scripting out his his journey. Uh, he's more uh, than a character. The he's the full scoop mascot. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, mascot turned partner. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call it when the people that they say? A correspondent. He's a correspondent. <laughs> he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, listeners, we should be hearing from him later this month. Yes. Uh, we're going to hear what next scripted he's, uh, he's going to go confront. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. I, I don't remember exactly when we, what episode that was, but it was somewhere in October because we were talking about right. We were talking about cryptids. monsters and. And I remember, Johnny, you asked me. Um, uh, yeah, I brought it back because you to, you just dropped it in there and then <laughs> never never talked about it. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, and it was a joke at initially. Yeah, just you know to call you out for not talking about it. <laughs> and then it, it, I was like, "Oh wow, it's actually interesting." <laughs> I was I was just trying to uh, enrich the the episode with all to be these. Inclusive. Uh, yeah, I was trying to be inclusive. Uh, you know, we always hear about Loch Ness monster, and I was like, "What well, <laughs> what else can we find here?" Uh, there's some there's some very creepy uh, 
I guess, regional monsters that we've never heard of, these cryptids. Mm. So I, I definitely want to dive deeper into that. So, ho- yeah, hopefully we'll hear from... I, I do like, when, when it comes to cryptids, I do like that, even though a lot of them are across, you know, cultures and countries and continents, there are a yeah. lot of similarities. Like, people are like, oh, Bigfoot yeah. and Yeti. You know, the Loch Ness Monster, Mokeda The Abominable Mbembe. Snowman. Yeah, you know, the or Loch Ness Monster and... And uh, like Ogopogo, right? Ogopogo, yeah. That. Like we all see like these these weird creatures, uh, despite the fact that w- we live in so many vastly different places around the world. Yeah. And hmm. there's pyramids in all the continents. Everywhere. Why? Is there something? Something's something is there that we need to uncover. Yeah. I think because the People rectangles to be tipped there. over <laughs> too much. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta you think, got man. These people had a lot of time, and they didn't have Facebook. <laughs> they didn't do anything all day. Yeah, I mean, God, they just built. That's they just built shit. That's it. I mean, sometimes bigger, once you planted your crops, like that's it. What else is there left to do yeah, in the day? Like, move, they're in the ground. Move they got seventeen-ton <laughs> rock. But you can't. But you can't make a pyramid. <laughs> Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to get all the Phoenicians <laughs> to help me out with that, and then we'll see yeah. how that goes. <laughs> how many just one up all each other them. is what happened? <laughs> Damn. I, I think that's exactly what happened. I think they so. just one up each other until they got. That's, that's yeah. why those three pyramids are so close together. <laughs> yeah, <is> that, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put one right, right over well. here. Cast a shadow on yours <laughs> <laughs> for hours. Oh man, he put it on the east side. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, Winston, what, do you have a favorite episode from this past year? I I actually do. I have I have two that I'm proud of as a correspondent, and one yeah. that I was a f- fan of as a listener. Oh, the, okay. the listener one was the, the gun control episode that I, I was not involved in. I wasn't able to make that one. Right. And it was just uh, Johnny Kelso and Alan. And yeah. I found it very engaging. And I thought it was actually very well done. It was a very respectful conversation, despite the fact that it's a very divisive issue. Yeah. And you guys managed to do what supposedly all these professional political pundits can't do maintain your cool and not just start shouting at each other and trying to what? cut each other's mics off solve world peace it's done it's it's solved it's the, it's the attitude it's if everyone had that attitude it would be solved <laughs> so that i was a big fan of that Thank one you. as as a as a listener as a correspondent the two that i'm actually really proud of is number one my anti Supreme Court rant against them when they came down with their anti abortion with yeah with Roe v. nonsense? Wade. I was really proud of that one because I like I said I read the whole freaking uh, uh, the the decision the decision What's that it? they yeah. all ninety pages and I said I gotta read this nonsense and I was able to like really pick apart what I didn't like about it and what I felt was total nonsense. I was actually quite proud right. that I actually did that. And then for my own segment, I really liked my piece on the Hollywood queer villain. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, the, the whole really good, queer coding. Yeah, that was very insightful. I, 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 I had, 
You fucked not, up my whole childhood. <laughs> yeah, you remember that. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I could see him flashing back like, oh, man, he's right. Everybody's like that. That was actually a, a interesting discussion and that I actually was able to find like a lot of good information on there to, to relate to everyone. So those, those three are probably like the ones that I really, I've really enjoyed over the past year. I, I hands down agree with that. Those, those are very good, very good picks. And um, I think our, our quality was a little bit better on those as well. Like some of the earlier ones, we, we had a rough start, like undeniably, but I think by episode I've, I've five or worse, six, we, no. Yeah, that I think that's what also motivated us. We were like, well, we're like, we're listening it, to what other people it? are doing. They got like thousands of followers. Yeah, <laughs> and they've <laughs> never improved. Yeah. And they've right. never improved. We're, we're wanting to improve. You know, sometimes they get worse. <laughs> yeah, which which has happened to us too. It has yeah. happened. I don't know how, but all of a sudden we're like, wait, did you move some settings? And all of a sudden everything's to shit. But but yeah, that that's that's definitely been our our plan to just continue improving. The core four now have good mics. The core four have we good do. mics. Uh, but he can't find his. The Ben can't find. His. Ben can't find his. He uh, he will be joining it's us next somewhere. episode. But he just threw him under the bus. <laughs> that's what he's doing. That's but why he's not it, here. He's that's what he gets for, for not mic. being here. Yeah. Alan, what about you? Like, what's what's your favorite episode? Thank you for asking. Uh, I think that since I, I put in a lot of effort into the editing side of it, I found that some of the skits that we put together that really came out real like polished, that's when I felt really good about, about the episodes. And for me, there were a few good ones, but when we hit the 16 de September episode and we did the Hidalgo skit, <laughs> and <laughs> yes. we all had parts... And the sound design in that was like, I could picture it so vividly. I was really proud of that. In, in fact, like since then, I'm reluctant to do another skit to like bring down the the quality or expectations <laughs> of that. I'm like, fuck, I set the, the bar too high with that one. Uh, but yeah, that one. And then the time, uh, the next one down is when I uh, did my correspondence from Africa. Oh, um, yeah. And, uh, and I just I just put it together like an actual oh, like news yeah. segment. Yeah. And I just that played it for awesome. you guys. And okay. and I just riffed on it because I wasn't there the the previous episode. It was just you guys. Yeah. And yeah. and I was absent. And you guys you guys just threw out that I was on on uh, what do you call it, Winston? Assignment. An assignment. I was on assignment. And you threw out a country. <laughs> and I was like, shit. Well, I gotta make this work because I left it in. <laughs> what's going on so, in that part of the world <laughs> yeah it, it so was, I, I just had to it take pretty good <laughs> it was, i was like wait a minute is that the actual <laughs> language that i'm like is That's, this an actual <laughs> translation <laughs> and and it was it was the only thing that wasn't real about that is like the voices were ai generated but wow. that was the actual language i made sure to get the actual language like the actual like uh accent and then I made sure to cut it off like they do, like on new segments. They they yeah. show you a little bit of the original audio, and then they show you the they just they they're like, okay, you know what that sounds like. Now we're gonna bring yeah. in our <laughs> our English correspondent to translate. Yeah. So um, no, those were those were some good ones that I was proud of. Um, 
I thought and you were going to say this episode. This, uh, this well, that's that's right a now. good twist on that. It's my favorite. We, we have hit one year, and uh, you're right. We have every reason to be proud of hitting the one-year mark. Um, for anybody that didn't uh, catch us on the Facebook feed, at the end of the year, we got the top 10. Do you remember what was the top 10%, top 5% of content creators? Uh, we were producing we more content than 80% content. of podcasters in the I think the it was in the genre. 90s, man. But that's no, what it, it was. it was top 20%. We were in top the 20%? top 20%. Top 20%, yes. Of content producers. Like, we produced more content than anyone else. Yeah, than 80% and of podcasters. All podcasts <laughs> out there. That's and I, dedication, I heard, my friends. That's dedication. Hundred percent, and I and I heard from a fellow podcaster uh, when I when I told him that look we got an achievement, and he said, "Oh yeah, dude, you guys took the hard way by doing sheer volume of content." <laughs> like they're like most wait, people wait, do. Wait, wait, what's like, the easy way? <laughs> the easy way, <laughs> the easy way is to record one episode a month. Most people do. Really? When they're starting out, when they're starting out, yeah. Once oh, you are big enough that you can pay for someone else to edit. Uh, or that it's your job full time, you could do one episode per week. Or what I've heard other people do is they'll do one episode per day, but it's ten minutes. We're doing hour long episodes every week. Yeah. So hey, good for us, fuckers. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense to me, honestly. Like I, I get yeah. it if, if you don't really have the time and you can only do once a month. But if you want to improve on something, you don't do it just once a month. Yeah, it needs to be practiced Aww. consistently. And Wait, but we only practice firearms three times a year. Oh, well, what? And, and, but how are you doing though? <laughs> <laughs> decent. <laughs> oh, I'm, decent. I'm great at it. Yeah, but how are your friends? Uh, not so. <laughs> I'm, I'm in the 80th percentile. <laughs> they, they could do better. <laughs> I want I wouldn't stand in front of some of these people. <laughs> I'm not even next to them, really. I just, <laughs> you don't know what direction that's going to go off. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, this is a good chance to take a little break. And uh, we're going to hear from Mrs. Smith, who's prepared another captivating case from the True Crime Corner. When we come back, we'll serve up the full scoop. Hey guys, Mrs. Smith here, and I'm back with another true crime story. With all that medical talk last week, I stumbled across the story of the Angel of Death. Kristen Gilbert was born on November 13, 1967 in Fall River, Massachusetts. As she entered her teenage years, friends and family noticed that she had a habit of lying and faking suicide attempts to manipulate people. According to court records, she had made violent threats against others since she was a teenager. In 1986, she enrolled at Bridgewater State College in Bridgewater, Massachusetts. After a fake suicide attempt, she was ordered into psychiatric treatment by college officials. Because of this, in 1987, she transferred to Mount Wachusett Community College in Gartner, Massachusetts, and then to Greenfield Community College in Greenfield, Massachusetts. In 1988, she finally graduated with a nursing diploma and became a registered nurse. 
Yay Kristen. In 1989, she was hired at the Veterans Affairs Medical Center in Northampton. Later that year, she married Glenn Gilbert. The couple will later have two children together. She was well-liked by her superiors and was even featured in the VA Practitioner magazine. It was a picture-perfect life despite the troubles that had plagued Kristen earlier in her life. Following a switch to the night shift, Kristen had started a flirtatious relationship with a night security officer, James Peralt. This flirtation would quickly turn into a full-blown affair between the two. However, that wasn't the only drama brewing at the medical center. Kristen's co-workers were noticing a high number of deaths on her watch, yet they passed it off and jokingly called her, you guessed it, the angel of death. Over a seven-year span, it's estimated that Kristen was on duty for about half of the 350 deaths that occurred at the hospital. The odds of this being a coincidence was one in a hundred million. It was suspected that Kristen wanted to impress her boyfriend, James Perrault, and began to manufacture scenarios where she saved lives. Others, however, thought that Kristen just liked the attention that came with saving a life. Her true motives remain unknown. Meanwhile, things at the Gilbert home weren't going well either. The marriage was on the rocks with Kristen poisoning her husband Glenn's food and later tried to possibly kill in a civilian hospital where he was being treated. Fortunately, Glenn survived both attempts. Kristen left him and the children shortly after for James Peralt. In 1996, three nurses reported their concern about an increase in cardiac arrest deaths and a decrease in the supply of epinephrine. Kristen left the hospital amid an investigation into the many suspicious patient deaths that occurred during her shifts. That fall, Kristen checked herself into a psychiatric hospital seven times. From the psychiatric ward, she called James Peralt and confessed, quote, I did it. I did it. You wanted to know? I killed all those guys by injection. James Peralt went to authorities about the confession. Meanwhile, to divert the attention of investigators, Kristen anonymously called in a bomb threat to the hospital. Guys, she literally used the Home Alone Talkboy recorder to disguise her voice. Anyways, her plan to derail the investigation backfired as police had been watching her and arrested her immediately. On March 14, 2001, Kristen Gilbert was found guilty on three counts of first-degree murder, one count of second-degree murder, and two counts of attempted murder by a federal jury. Although Massachusetts does not have capital punishment, her crimes were committed on federal property, which made her eligible for the death penalty. On March 26, 2001, the jury recommended a sentence of life imprisonment. Then, on March 27th, the judge formally sentenced Gilbert to four consecutive life terms without the possibility of parole, plus 20 years. Creepy enough, I started my research for this story on March 27th. Kristen is currently serving her sentence at the Federal Medical Center in Fort Worth, Texas. She's doing Old Texas, that's not bad. You know, um... I, I really thought this though. was going to wrap up like a movie and like her sentence with death by lethal injection. <laughs> that would come full circle. Yeah. My favorite She's, thing, honestly, is that she did. It was true. Like 
she used that talk boy <laughs> recorder thing from Home Alone to call in a box. I can only imagine what that sounded. Hello, this <laughs> is Mr. McAllister, the father. There the is a father. bomb in the building. What? You're going to blow us up? You got it. <laughs> That's yeah, but it's, crazy. It's, it's crazy. Her sentence is crazy, though. Like, it's. You got four consecutive life sentences, four. right? When you're done with and those. And then the judge is still like 20 take, more on top of that. 20 more. Definitely. Just in case. Just in case somehow. Well, we talked about five this, right? lives. Like, we talked about this. Someone like died for like 10 minutes. What, uh, you know, we oh, talked about. shit. That. When they come back, are they free to come back? Legally, like, right? Does yeah, that take legally. Off one? You can't fucking kill him twice. I died in prison. I'm done. I'm oh, out of here. Right. And he's like, no, no, no. You got three more to go. You got three, exactly. <laughs> Plus 20 in case you hey, make well, it. She, she's been faking in case it happens her 20, uh, four times. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, she yeah. could do that real quick. She's been That's doing true. it her she whole life. Up pretty quickly. <laughs> it's like, all right, we're going we're gonna to get at 20 years at least out of her. Yeah, at least. <laughs> she's doing a lot God better. No, she's... She's almost yeah. out. <laughs> She's almost <laughs> out. Good behavior. <laughs> so She's a uh, the case. I, I actually saw a documentary last year called uh, Catching the Killer Nurse on Netflix. Oh, and it was I about know. Charles Cullen. Yeah, I saw who, it. I saw it. Who did the same thing. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, uh, like, right? the, I had just seen that. I didn't like, know. Not cool uh, what he did, right? Right. Uh, just, <laughs> cool. It was cool that I had a context for it. Yeah. Though I didn't know it was real. What? That's a, uh, I think my wife was watching it already. Yeah. And I, I came in like halfway. I was like, oh, that's a cool <laughs> show. Yeah. Wait, are you, <laughs> like, now you're telling me it was real. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> he thought it was like an episode of Law and Order. Like, oh, man, yeah. how are going to catch this guy? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get away. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, apparently, that that he might be the... The serial killer with the highest, highest body count, but, count. Yeah, but oh. they can't. But it's unconfirmed. Right. But there were just there's a lot of things that they couldn't specifically tie to him. But statistically, yeah. it didn't like there was murders that or deaths, deaths in those facilities where he was. That like hey, that the, was that one wasn't me, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> no, no. you got me for these two over here. I don't know about those then, other eighty nine people. At, yeah, and then at right. the same time, they say that he. May have embellished, also taking credit for for others for ones that, that were not. He had nothing to do. It was just yeah. like little respiratory thing. I should have should have took pictures. Yeah, <laughs> pick or it didn't happen. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Did he also work at a at a VA hospital? He worked actually. It, it was so interesting. He worked at uh, one hospital for like. Three to six months, then he would move. When he kept like, around. yeah, he kept bouncing around, and I and because I they kept they kept calling the, the doctors would call him on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and like, and the fuck is going on? Why the hell are you? Uh, and so I'm they would my fire him. Tell the worst part, John. They would the fire him, but they'd have to cover it up because they'd have to cover it up. The hospital would get fucked. They didn't want problems, so they would just kick him out, and he'd just be bouncing from hospital to hospital. And oh the issue would be solved for them. Yeah, and they and since they never reported it, they, he never report they, the the hospital never reported it. They, they would, would just call, deal with it. The investigators would call the hospitals. They kept getting the runaround. Yeah, from the directors and shit. 
Yep. Wow, that's cold, man. Yeah. Uh, so, but it was a family member that ultimately, uh, a family member of one of the victims that ultimately brought him down because they were just like convinced, like it couldn't, it couldn't have been, like they were doing well. My, yeah. you know, my husband or something was doing well, whatever. And then uh, she reported to investigators. Then investigators called to one of the hospitals he was, he used to work at. And one of his ex-co-workers just all of a sudden started piecing together like, wow, some of those things that we just thought were unfortunate, mm-hmm. like now you're asking me these questions that are making me think. Right. And it took her a while, but then she like started to try and dig. assist them. <laughs> yeah, to dig. And when she started to dig, she was like, holy shit, this guy's a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't a, remember a how long it took. It took like, yeah. I don't know if it took like 10 or 20 years or something, but. Crazy. Yeah. The whole cover up thing. Uh, He's doing better of, also. What? He's doing better also. <laughs> He's doing <laughs> better. He's doing got better. therapy. <laughs> are you like. I don't kill anymore. Yeah, because you're behind uh, bars. I don't kill anyone since you put me in here. <laughs> But I could have killed you and I didn't. Let me go. Uh-huh. No, that's See? not how that works. Uh. I'm reformed. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. So uh, we, we talked about our favorite episodes. Any big stories of the past past year that stayed with y'all? The big stories. Oh, yeah. What's I the mean, speaking that we as the about, cultural that we attache, I would have to say yeah. it was the, the year of the slap, really. Oh, oh <laughs> you know, as ridiculous as it, as it that, is. No, I mean, no, well, we had, but on. then Chris Rock released a special where he brings it up. Now he's going to talk about it. And well, so, yeah, he's got to stay relevant. There's a figurative, <laughs> figurative slap, you know. So that, that kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Johnny, you got one? Something that maybe we covered for... Two, three episodes or something? I just I can't get the... The trains? Makoto Shinkai's name out of my mind. Oh, oh yeah. Makoto Shinkai. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's, that is the point of the uh, cultural attache. Yeah, yeah. his new movie's so coming to culture. theaters in April. So Which one is it? In a, in a, it's called uh, Susume Locking Up, I think. Right, I think I saw the poster for it. Yeah, that, that's, that's his. Huh. I didn't know. I, I didn't cool. see who it was from. Oh, because I, I immediately got pulled away because they had uh, all studio uh, Ghibli showings. Oh, right yeah, next yeah. To it. Why would they put it right next to it? <laughs> I know, now you're diverting <laughs> attention. You're trying to split your yeah. audience there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, that's a good point. Well, um, I, I think that obviously I had a big, a big part in this, but for me it was the whole... AI release thing. I mean, people are, people have been talking about it, at least in my circles, people have been talking about it nonstop since September. So I've been trying not to bring it up every episode, but I can't because there's <laughs> something happening every freaking day. You're kind of like like Ben with Elon Musk. You know, he's like, I just, just want to talk about it every Holy episode. Holy shit. That was one of my bites. I remembered one of my bites. What was your Did bite? you hear Musk? It wants to make a fucking town. Oh, I mean, like in Saudi it, Arabia, it seems very in character, thing? very in character for him. No, no, it, I didn't the, hear about that. What was it outside of uh, Austin or something like that? 
Oh yeah. Oh, in Texas. Uh, yeah. He he. What the hell? And, did he and call he'll it? probably connect the hyperloop from there to <laughs> Boca Chica, <Maybe>. Texas, <laughs> to Mars. But Just he, so he's taking <laughs> he's taking like the the land the work from home a little too far. Okay. Because because you know there's businesses that will give you all the accommodations that you need in a building. To keep yeah. you there longer, that's, right? that's give cool. you the, something like that. Yeah, that was the whole they'll put arcades, camp. fucking bean bags. Uh, so some will even have like sleeper rooms where you can go yeah. wreck out, sleep pods, and just to have you there. You know, they'll have showers. They'll have all the amenities you need. Yeah, you, you can earlier, really. do all yeah. your all your things so you need. That's his and leave like, later. His idea is like you're you're going. This is a community, but this is your job. You're going to live here at your mm-hmm. job. Yeah. It's kind of weird. The way they the way it was written out, I was like, wow. You know, yeah, like it a sounds cult. like Musk. <laughs> <laughs> a little cultish in my opinion, but like it, it, it But it's okay depends. because like, it's not secretive. He's putting it out there. He's putting it <laughs> out there. True, yeah. Yeah. He's I'm paying my taxes. Yeah. Come, come stop. You knew me I was one. doing this. <laughs> you didn't stop me. <laughs> you let me. It started with Twitter. You knew how it was going to go down. Now I've got my followers. Now we're going to start a country. Oh, man. Well, uh, if I could bring my family, like if that's the kind of accommodations that the, that's going to be, because it's going to be a little town. No, no. They're, they're, uh, they're too... What do you call Cost it? Cost prohibitive. Yeah, yeah. They're, just, they're distractions. Right. He just wants single people. Right. 20 Under to 25. 30 years old. Right. I got a, I got a question here for Johnny. Mm-hmm. You know, because we've talked several times and this is a, this has actually been one of the more interesting things I've learned about you. You're my own brother and I've learned about this, the whole going to Mars thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think like that's, that's actually really cool that you are like you're like this is happening. So I wanted I wanted to ask you this. What if, you know, let's say the whole Mars thing they kind of they make it possible. Re, they they reevaluate. Okay. No, no, they reevaluate oh, it, and okay. they're like, "This is not going to happen for the next, you know, hundred years at least." So right. that that that's out. What if they said, in the meantime, we have actually we're working on the very first underwater, fully independent aquatic dome, where it's yeah. like it's kind of the same thing you would do. There's research and things like that, yeah. but it's all underwater and it's it's fully. Like you're you're gonna live there. Like that's gonna be your life. You know, it's not gonna be these like you know two week trips or whatever. It's like that's your life. What would you? Pass. What's your opinion on that? <laughs> Pass. Pass. Okay. Uh, water. Ill. Uh, <laughs> He's like, I don't do so well in the water. <laughs> the humidity you know, is too. The low. pressure. And you can't just like come up whenever you want because you'll explode. Well. The, the, uh, well, but, that's not an he, option. Like, if you're but, going but there, that's not an option in oh, Mars so either. Just done. Like, that's in, in your new Mars, life. Yeah, in Mars, you, uh, you know, you can't come up either. That's already pressure, and uh, you know, you can't breathe. <laughs> right. So okay. I, so I mean, then, uh, I'd say no, because n- no one will remember me, anyways. There, well, okay, I'll, I'll put a twist on that and put the same benefits as there might be on Mars. So the, the reason for us going to Mars is to find a second home for humans. What if 
what if the cl- climate uh, change is so crazy that we're losing the ozone We'd have and the only way to, to survive is we got to figure out, we need colonists to figure out if it's possible for humanity to live underwater in these so-called domes. Ah, yeah, that's a good, it's a, it's a 15 so, like, to it 20 year for humanity. experiment. Right. Not as exciting as Mars. <laughs> he's, he's right. He's <laughs> no, right. <it's> true. <laughs> he's like, no, uh, I, I don't want to look out my window and see cruise ships or people up there. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going with the research? Those coke can, the coke can plastics. <laughs> you yeah. can't cry in, in the sea. <laughs> you get stuck in one of those. Oh my god! I see what the turtles are Filthy struggling bastards. with. Bastards! I don't want those fuckers living here with me. <laughs> I don't want to live anywhere where Michael Phelps could just swim on down and make his way into my house. <laughs> How's that but guy no, doing? Yeah, no, there's no way. Um, okay. You know who I think would go for it? James Cameron. That James guy. Cameron does everything underwater you know he did the abyss he did titanic he's doing the new avatar, avatar. movie way of the he water didn't even have he to. came up with that movie just so they could film underwater yeah i guarantee water, it. man yeah he's a water he's a water fool so he'd definitely be down for that well i uh have uh, one more thing that i want to discuss it is national pecan or pecan month Ooh. do you say Pecan or pecan? Or pecan? I'm definitely in the pecan family. Pecan. Pecan? All what right, do you well, uh, that settles that. <laughs> what do you think most people what do you think most people in Texas say? Give us well, a give us a how would Matthew like this? How you would, would say pecans. How would how Matthew would Matthew McConaughey say it? Well, Matthew McConaughey says pecans. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that settles it. You know, it's pecan if you're in Texas. It says, uh, "How can you tell if someone is a native Texan or not? Ask them to say pecan. If they say pecan, Ooh, you can safely bet they're from somewhere else because pecan is how we say it in Texas." Oh, we see. Oh, damn it! So Matthew McConaughey says Matthew McConaughey pecan. Have some pecans. pecans. What if he says pecan? He says half and half, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the that's the na- that's the state drink, half and half. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. I feel yeah. pecan sounds snooty, like they'd be British or something. Yeah, I, I feel British saying it's like that. Some pecans. <laughs> oh, well. It's like the Americans. Like they like the pecans. You know, it's French too. <laughs> I, I don't buy that. Most Texans say it like that. How do I you, think um, most Texans want us to think that so they can catch the foreigners. <laughs> oh, this is this is propaganda has been put out there. Oh yeah. Well, uh, Johnny, you have a well, story on pecans. Uh, who loves their pecan pie? I do have do a story want, on pecans. Do you, want, do you want to tell your story on pecans? I have one. Yeah, there's some cookies involved. The, what no. kind of cookies? But my mom kept saying this on the pecan. And I'm like, fuck no, I don't want that shit. It's spicy. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh. <Porque> me, <laughs> me va a picar. <laughs> Porque pecan. <laughs> 
¿Quieres galletas pican? ¿Quieres galletas pican? Pican. ¿Quieres galletas pican? Like who the fuck puts chili in a cookie? Evil bastard. Have you have you ever watched Cupcake Wars? They put all kinds of weird nonsense in there. Sometimes it's spicy. They've chopped up jalapenos. They pican. Some cupcakes they pican. Fucking pican. You know, I I had a similar experience the first time. Everyone was eating them so deliciously that I just stared at them. There's gotta be something. Some I don't get it. I don't get it. I feel it. It was the same. The same way that when she offered me a sandwich on, <laughs> and it was not what I was expecting. <laughs> what? But you loved it. I, no, I didn't. Oh, you did not. <laughs> I did. Well, I did not like. I did not like it. What were you expecting? <laughs> what were you expecting? I was expecting a, like a, a fucking sandwich, like a, 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 a large, super <laughs> large hoagie. You know, because she's saying it all excited. Oh, it's on sandwich oh, on para todos. I'm like, oh, Holy shit. God. There's a fire <laughs> sandwich in that <laughs> kitchen somewhere. I, I, I thought it was going to be a platter of, of uh, the, what are the club sandwiches or what are they called? Yeah, like a little, like yeah, a club sandwich. Yeah, just, uh, no, no. What, what the hell was it? And then for the listeners, can you, can you explain what you actually got? <laughs> What's this? Oh <laughs> you my tried God, it. I stayed away from it. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to describe it because <laughs> I'm still, I still, <laughs> I still get blown away that it's not a freaking sandwich. Oh, you know, you it's, it's not a foot long like, from Subway. It, it's like a, oh my god! It, but it's a, it's a, it's so, a pastry. It's, it's a dessert. Dessert. It's like a dessert, and you would think it kind of looks like a cake, but it tastes nothing like a cake. <laughs> Okay, you know, so it's like it's like the bastard me, child of, of a cake, and it and, just and, fucks your senses. And uh, yes, for for me that's a little that's a little confusing. So it's not it's not sweet. It it somewhat looks like a dessert, but I would argue that it's not a dessert, right? Because it's it's savory. Because right? it's, it's a sandwich on. It's savory. Sandwich so, on. so what it is is uh, multiple layers of bread. Cheese, maybe ham, you know. So it is kind of a sandwich, but what's happened is it has this it's, sort of it's, pimento it's a, sauce cream thing yeah. that and engulfs it. Gets soggy. It. it gets soggy. Yeah. And so and it's it like can, a tres leches cake. Ugh. Fuck the sandwich. And there you go. John That's baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sandwich on. When you describe it that way, Alan, I feel like it's probably the one time that like British cuisine invaded Mexican cuisine and this is like a, the <laughs> The bastard the fuck came out. result of like, like oh you know that's why we don't do this. This is why we don't listen to the British people when it comes to food. Well, you know what? Besides the olives, I enjoy the hell out of this thing. I love it. Do but you? But also, kind of like I'm. I, I tolerate tres leches, so this is just like a step in mm. in the right direction for me. Like I just don't. You know, if it could, if you could make it less soggy, it'd be even better. But. The way it is, I yeah, I'll have three pieces. I would yeah, I would just upset. <laughs> so, Mom, can I just so have a sandwich? You. Come back for seconds. <laughs> <laughs> can I just have a regular sandwich, please? This is not. All right. Well, um, I also wanted to talk about uh, the prank war update. So, Winston, last last year we talked about during April Fools, 
we talked about how uh, you wanted to have an agreement with your wife where you could just like agree that for a set amount of time, like during October, for example, you could have scary pranks or something. And yeah. I want to maybe get a follow up on the endeavor. Uh, has has that come up? How have you uh, kind of dealt with that? It doesn't go too well because every time I try to like sneak up behind it. her or or hide somewhere to pop out, the dogs give me away. Ah! They just, <laughs> just, just, and it's not like they're getting all excited or running around. They're just sitting there staring at me. <laughs> she's like, I know you're back there, babe. Yeah, I can, can see, see right the dogs. Right <laughs> and I'm like, damn it, you know? I see it's through their terrible. eyes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah beast like, like the Beastmaster. <laughs> so oh, it doesn't man. go too well sometimes. But and, and you know when I do get her is when I don't mean to. You know, oh. she'll be in the room folding laundry. Would you and scare I yourself? <laughs> yeah. I, I walk in to ask her something, and I'm like, hey, babe. She's like, ah! I'm like, oh. And then you scream. And you what is it? What is it? Where? Where? Where is the danger? We're just scaring each other unintentionally. One of, one of my my wife's friends, uh, or her, she, she was at co-workers. He came oh. over. Um, we're going to... Make something to eat. I don't remember. Probably pozole or something. And she's she just came into the house and she's putting some stuff on the table, getting them out of the bags. And you know how my daughter like does that exorcist walk where she bends, yes, uh, does a back walk. bend and walks, and she can book it, man. She's pretty fast with the back bend walk, man. And she just you know was practicing, not. Trying to fuck with nobody because she's always walking around like that and doing cartwheels and backflips, so it's it's normal for us. But she came around that corner, dude, and <laughs> this lady <laughs> fucking let out one of the most horrid fucking shrieks no. I've ever heard, thinking she was fucking possessed. And then my wife fucking like said like, "Oh my god, there's like something's going down." And yeah. she fucking Someone's freaks bleeding. out to start screaming like, oh, ah, ah. And then I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I run out and I'm like, what? And I trip over her. Like, oh. uh. <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I've seen it. And yeah, you're right. She can book it. Like I have video of it. She came right at me. <laughs> yeah. like She was just taking a jog. Like yeah. perfectly imbalanced, and she knew exactly where she was going. She had full control. She she <laughs> she, can, she runs like a cheetah, man. <laughs> That's we how she entertains a, herself. Yeah. And some yeah, we, poor unfortunate full soul who's never seen that. Yeah, <laughs> came around the corner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh man! I she did. Had all the kids uh, rounded I, I, up at at, at a uh, work event that had some bouncy houses for the kids, and. She had like three or four of them teaching them how to do that shit. Oh. Like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, who's, where's <laughs> she, that kid? She put on parent? a clinic? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of kids running around like that. What is going yeah. on here? <laughs> El Diablo! El Diablo! Satanas! <laughs> I, did, I did get to, to, to play a tiny little prank on, on Mrs. Smith this, this past mm-hmm. April Fool's Day. I did, the, I did that stupid thing where you take like two two. Uh, toilet paper rolls, and you put them on top of the toilet so they look like eyes. And then you take, <laughs> and then you take the em- an empty one and you put it in the lid so it looks like it's smoking. 
And I'm like, babe, <laughs> babe, the toilet's smoking. And she's like, what? <laughs> what? And she's like, and she tells it's me, she's like, I can way. picture like, okay, what did you do to it? And she walks in and she like sees a fucking she's like, clean, clean <laughs> <the> steamer. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> she's like, ew. <laughs> and she sees it. She's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> she's like, I bought it for a second. I wanted, I wanted to see how. <laughs> she's like, is it coming up from the bowl or from the back? And the tank? <laughs> you gotta get that genuine interest there. You gotta know how he's doing this. It's gotta be a soft water issue, right, or hard water. <laughs> so that was my big prank on, on April Fools. Tea. Nice. I completely missed April Fools. <laughs> I missed the, along with the rent. <laughs> oh, there you go. April Fools. I thought your prank. I didn't send <laughs> your check. April Fools. <laughs> you thought I wasn't gonna pay you. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, uh, Winston, take us out. Listeners, I think today it's been a it's been a good time. I don't feel we've learned too much, but we have learned a lot over this past year. And stay tuned because we've got some more stuff for you guys coming up. We, we're looking forward to another great year. Listen, laugh, and learn. That's what we say here. Oh yeah. As always, a reminder that you can find links for some of today's stories if we can find them in the show notes. <laughs> and stick around next week. When we're going to talk about America. Work! Yeah! Nothing, Winston? Johnny. You unpatriotic bastard? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking about how can I turn this country even more communist? <laughs> <laughs>